Okay, welcome to this brand new and exciting project, Life After Football, something I'm really excited to make a start on and really passionate about um, in the journey ahead. It's great to have you on board as part of that journey with us. My name's Gary Richards, by the way, for anybody um, who don't know me, haven't followed me, or maybe just connecting with me um, just now, or maybe just stumbled across this uh, video or, or podcast, wherever you're watching or listening. Um, it's great to have you here with us. Um, and like I said, I'm excited and I'm passionate um, about making a start on this project um, because it's some, something I've procrastinated about for far too long, to tell the truth, and I'll give you uh, some reasons why. But I really wanted to just uh, kick things off, if you like, in uh, giving a little bit of background to, um, of myself in just a second, and then um, tell you why I'm doing um, what I'm doing and, and why I plan to do it now, why I'm going to go and invest uh, some of my future time into um, driving this project forward, sharing it with you all, building the community and so on and so forth. Who's it going to be for? Who might be able to benefit uh, from the uh, from the coming weeks and months and years and so on and so forth? And what's next for the platform? Okay, where are we going to? Um, and like I said, what to expect? So a, a quick introduction for myself. My name's Gary Richards. I come from a professional football background hence the title Life After Football. Um, I consider myself really lucky to have been given an opportunity uh, to pursue um, and make a career out of my earliest ever passion, which was to chase that ramble of air around on the green stuff for uh, just over a decade. Very, very briefly, just for those that are just stumbling across us for the first time or really don't um, have, a, have a good back background of myself, I started my career at um, Colchester United. This is where I started my apprenticeship program. I broke into the first team there, spent the first couple of years professional there before hopping across for a short spell across at Brentford, then Southend United, and then a chunk of my career with, uh, with Gillingham before unfortunately having to take a premature uh, retirement due to a complex leg break at Luton Town. Okay, so that was me. Uh, that was my journey. I had to uh, retire, retire officially at 28 years old. I picked up um, my injury at the back end of uh, just before my 27th birthday. So now um, I've been a decade away from the game, really. Okay. Um, I'll give you a little bit of background of kind of what's happened within that time and what's led us to here. And like I said, now within this next decade, I suppose it's really just a, an anniversary type milestone that's now got me to a place to stop procrastinating and really make a start on this life after football um, project. So why am, why am I about to do this Life After Football project um, and why now? Like I said, it's something I've been thinking about, about. It's something I've been passionate about. For those that are a little bit more closer to me, would already know the journey, would know the story as well um, too. Um, but without going into all of the details, and by the way, please, please, please don't see this as um, anytime a sob story of me trying to get other people to feel sorry for me, it really, really isn't about that. It's about me trying to inspire just one other person, by the way, guys, um, that might be able to relate and connect uh, to some of the messages that they hear in this show, in future shows uh, within the community, and to give a little bit of value and I suppose a little bit of um, an insight into um, the journey of a life of, of a footballer. Um, from all levels, from the lower lower end ranks, the younger ranks, if you like, the uh, teenage years, because obviously um, that carries its own challenges, maybe for those guys and girls in their mid-20s that are in career, um, in, in middle of their career now. Um, we know that obviously the, some of the constraints there with 
con contractual side of things, financial side of things, injuries and so on and so forth. Or maybe um, we can just bring some value to those guys uh, that are coming towards the back end of the year, um, their career or are now um, on their transition um, and on their journey in life after football in their mid-30s, early 40s and so on and so forth. Okay, guys. So like I said, why this has been a bit of a, an itch to scratch for so long for me um, is because of, like I said, it's an area that I've kind of built up and accumulated this passion in my own understanding from my own journey. By the way, the views that I share are only my personal opinion based on my experiences and sharing uh, the, uh, the stories with other people uh, that I've been lucky enough to have uh, built some relationships with um, over the years. So it was casting my mind back now. It feels like a, a, a good chunk of time ago. But like I said, I kind of started at 27 years old. I consider myself really, really lucky to have uh, fell into a, an opportunity that I could become very passionate about very quickly. And it's been something that's uh, really served me well and um, helped me um, build my, my character um, and my skills to uh, pursue and build a new uh, pathway on my journey uh, in life after football. That journey has been with Herbalife Nutrition. It's not something I ever hide behind. It's something I'm always very loud and proud about um, because of um, I'm very, very grateful for everything the company that has, has given us. But anyway, casting uh, my mind back now to when I first got, got, start, um, got started or when I first came away from the career, I suppose, for want of better words, is that for sure, you know, I hit a bit of a, a low period in time where I picked up the injury six months later after that. I got told I'd need to make a retirement, a full retirement from the game. And I also consider myself as someone very lucky is that I don't, I don't believe that I've ever really suffered from any real bouts of depression. I've probably had some uh, an anxious tendencies, if you like, if you want to call it that. Uh, I've definitely been uh, spent a bit of uh, my time in being frustrated, uh, a bit anxious in that uh, transition time from um, where I was to what I was going to do in the future. I went through a little few bouts of uh, insomnia and stuff that, like that as well too. But like I said, I was able to pick up a gauntlet quite quickly and run with it um, just towards the back end of my career and then start to forge it. Uh, um, a, a new career path but it was actually within that time that I really started to make some breakthroughs some understandings and realized that there was actually some real serious cracks in the industry and something that I kind of got myself in a position to uh, thinking I really want to do something about that in the future then wasn't the right time for me I probably hasn't hadn't um, had enough years away from the game to tell the truth uh, to really think about what that might look like in the future. I hadn't built up enough, enough of my own experience. Um, but like I said, it became an itch to scratch. It became a voice in my head and a voice that's got louder um, over time. Hence, we've landed while we are where we are now. But it was actually uh, pretty much three years after um, being told I'd need to make a retirement from the game that I made a decision that I would start to... Um, build a project, build a project for life after football um, because of, like I said, for the reasons just listed. And it, the reason because of within that three-year period, I came away from uh, my career. I suffered the injury. Um, I got to work. And within that period, 
for anybody that might be able to relate either in football now or have gone on the journey themselves, is that you're kind of reinstart, restarting yourself um, just like a schoolboy, I suppose, again. You know, at 27, 28, 29 years old, I really only felt like a 17, 18, 19-year-old um, in starting something new. They say life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Well, guess what? All of my comfort zone was in football because I've, I've been doing that for 20 years. That's all I knew. It's all I loved. Um, and then all of a sudden, I had to start to think about um, um, changing. I had to think about acquiring some new skills and develop, developing uh, some skills that could actually progress me forward in other areas. Now, don't get me wrong. Playing sports and having a career in professional football um, did some amazing things in the fact that it built um, some amazing re resilience. It built some great work ethic and installed all of those foundational um, skills, but it was actually all of the other stuff that I was lacking. And obviously what I realized as well too, is that um, a lot of the other football guys were lacking and had to learn as well too. And through going through that journey, it was, like I said, it was a time of being panicked, being a bit anxious, I suppose, in that first to six, six to 12 month period, um, progressing on two, three years after, kind of everything started to find a little bit better balance in my life. I hit 30 years old um, and I kind of now started to get a little bit of momentum um, on what my journey in life after football was going to be. Um, but within that period as well, too, was the fact that I was having conversations with a lot of other football lads, a lot of them were still in career and weren't sure what they was going to do about in life after football. A lot of them, I would say a lot of them, some of them were now coming away from their career, maybe through age, some of them through injuries and so on and so forth. And I was having um, more conversations with those that were, I suppose, really in a, in a similar bracket to myself, having to restart over. Some of them were on a journey similar to myself, forging a path of success. But a lot of them were also having some of their own personal challenges. Now, don't get me wrong, um, and just a bit of context for everybody, is that life after football, um, being a footballer is, is an amazing uh, profession. Okay, I was never uh, fortunate enough or good enough to play at those next levels. Um, but something that I've learned over the time is that each level has its own, has its own challenges. When I talk about life after football, obviously for a lot of the um, guys within the football league, League One, League Two especially, um, is that obviously it's about uh, contractual issues. It's about um, um, financial pressures and all of that um, normal everyday stuff that so many people have to uh, deal with on a daily basis. And now, obviously, over the last however many years, something I talk about a lot within this project is that also... Even some of those guys, guys at the, uh, uh, at, the, at the top of the more elite have also discovered that they have some challenges as well, too. And they might not always be financial for some of them. It may be. But for those that have earned enough money, have been smart with their money, that obviously life after football presents its own set of challenges because of when you've been doing something you're very passionate about that brings some significance of fulfillment and um, all of that good stuff is that you've then got to start to replace that and start to find something that you're passionate about that can actually start to tick some of those boxes as well too. So now some of their challenges might not always be financial, but they can still be psychological in the fact 
for the reasons that we just listed as well. So something I personally found is that across the spectrum is that a lot of lads were suffering different sets of challenges um, as they start to think and start to develop their life um, after football as well too. And like I said, it was really in that three-year period that I started to really peel the onion. I started to um, learn a little bit more. I started to listen and I started to realise that some parts of the industry was failing some of the lads. Like I said, I don't ever want to offend anyone, but I can only be integral to my own personal passion and my own message and a journey that I've been on over the last decade or so um, now myself. And over those three years and the time that I spent in uh, that early injury period in plaster cast and in and out of surgery and stuff, there was also a bit of a a turning point in the industry where we did start to uh, say we as the, as the general public, where we did start to hear in our news feeds and in press and, um, and, and whatnot, that mental health was a real thing, was a real thing for footballers. Like I said, for, for all levels, for the reasons, again, that we listed, everybody is humans, you know, there was real challenges, but, Within that, something that I started to, and I could now start to draw the lines, I could start to connect the dots, if you like, and I could actually start to relate because of um, the people that I was speaking to and some of their, hearing some of their challenges. And within that period of time, it really started to be something that bothered me, I suppose. And three years had passed where there was a lot of stuff being put out there, you know, in, by, by that, I mean, a lot of articles going out were, were reactive, reactive to the situation. You know, if, you're, if you've got mental health issues or if you're ch struggling with this or if you've got financial issues or if you've got this, if you've got that. And it was, they was all pretty much on my personal opinion. They was all very reactive, reactive for the person that was really kind of stuck at rock bottom. And all I kept thinking to myself was, it's a it's a it's a formula for for disaster really because of it's a it's a failing formula that isn't doing more to prevent the situation at source. It isn't a proactive um, solution to the challenge of life after football, in my humble opinion. Okay, and three years have passed, and I want to cast you back to three years before that was a League One, League Two, square edge centre half, kick it and edit. Um, merchant really and that's how I applied my trade um, honestly as a day's long give my uh, absolute best every time I step on the football pitch and my philosophy was always uh, never to look back and regret I didn't want to come away from my career regret um, not giving it my all now if I wasn't good enough or somebody didn't take fancy to me or whatever that may be that's no problem whatsoever, but I didn't want to fall short on the on the work ethic side of things. That was kind of a, a value that had been installed on into me at a young age, um, and that's kind of uh, where what I lived to. But like I said, progressing on to that three years part, bear in mind that I'd gone on uh, on a bit of a journey, heard some of the situations from some of the lads. I'd seen some very, very high-profile cases from other individuals that had really... Uh, struggled and very unfortunate uh, to the very worst uh, circumstances where really, um, uh, really, there were some really negative or um, sad is the better one, one of a better word, really sad um, stories that came 
off the back of some of these challenges. And there was me, League One, League Two, square red centre half, going three years on my journey, someone who always earned okay money. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm always grateful for the contracts that I was given. But at the same time, obviously, anybody that knows football is that, I say okay in the grand scheme of things, is that it's never life-changing money as a League One, League Two footballer. For most people, they're going to have to do something fairly quickly for life after football. And that's where I was at as well, too. So it wasn't as if I had some elusive big bucket of cash where I could kind of kick back for a little bit of time and figure it out, learn something new. I had to go away, I had to make some money, I had to make some success quite quickly um, and think about, uh, be quite proactive on my feet. And for all of the reasons just uh, just listed, I would probably categorise myself as a case at 26, turning 27 years old, someone who had been told I'd need to make a retirement from the game, somebody who hadn't um, acquired many transferable skills, um, and somebody who had never really made that, that much money, somebody who was probably, if you was to do a risk assessment, somebody who was at risk of some mental health challenges. Now, don't get me wrong, like I said, um, I consider myself very lucky to have kind of navigated that path uh, through the environment that I've been around uh, throughout that period of time. But three years have passed, and like I said, I'd seen the publications you know if you're struggling you can call this number and mental health support here and there but nothing had activated within the system to say do you know what he's a league one slash league two center half he had to retire at 27 years old officially it was actually 28 years old <coughs> maybe the support system should flag this and somebody should liaise with this individual and make sure that he's okay. That might be, or that, that may be at the earliest stage of when the injury actually happened, when I got told I need to make a retirement from the game, or it could have been um, a year later, it could have been two years later, or it could have been a, a working situation thereafter. Like I said, now don't get me wrong, I, I consider myself someone who was okay during that period, but it was something that bothered me. Um, to the point of that three years have passed, I'd reached 30 years old, I was starting to think about the next stage of my life um, and everything that that brought. And I couldn't help but think that the structure for footballers was, was failing them in the fact that at 30 years old, at 25 years old, 35 years old, 18 years old, whatever it may be, is that these guys are going to have to think about financial management they're going to have to think about time management they're going to think about how they can network with people uh, they're going to have to think about social media and all of the stuff that comes with um regular stuff really um whatever that may be whether these boys go into the fitness industry whether they go into building their own business in re restaurants or property or um, become a builder or become an electrician, whatever it may be, they're going to, all going to have to learn new skills that's going to be able to push them on that path of success um, in life after on their journey. And like I said, I had I only had to really learn on my feet throughout, throughout those three years. And I made contact. I made contact with my personal union. And I just said, look, I'm now 30 years old. I've been away from the industry for three years. Um, I'm a League One slash League Two centre half, um, and everything's great, by the way. Okay, so I'm not calling up for um, a, a sympathy vote, but I really can't help but think 
that there's a lot of lads that aren't developing their skills and their self, more importantly, to prepare better for life after football. And not only that, it's now been three years for me at a time where we've seen some high-profile cases from very sad situations um, of individuals that have really struggled in, in their journey in life after football. And it's been three years for me, and I've, I find it really alarming that the system hasn't activated in a place that somebody's made contact with me. And I won't go into all the details with the story, but it ended up a, um, a meeting with myself up um, at Soho Square uh, with my union. Um, I presented a bit of a case and um, it kind of never uh, materialised. It never come to nothing. And my conclusion to that meeting was that I really believed back then, this is going back seven years ago, that there should have been made um, more resources available um, to the lads. There should have been more awareness made and there should have even been a platform that could have been developed that could start to teach these boys the the, the skills um, that they can apply for their journey in life after football like I said I'd learned I'd gone on the journey through being um, being action, actionable I suppose on my own journey through learning the bits and pieces that I had to learn to be able to um, do what I'm doing now but at the same time what we know is that obviously most of those skills are very transferable um, into all of, all of the industries. So that kind of gives you the background of kind of me, my journey and um, what I'm thinking about doing now. And hopefully now people may be able to relate, okay? And people may be able to see things from a bigger perspective as well too. So why now? Like I said, for me, I've met some really good people along the way um, within, within the industry. Some of them are still playing now, and they are really proactive and uh, they're resourceful. They're thinking on their feet. They're developing other uh, businesses and uh, other ventures for their life um, away from football to maybe act as a healthy distraction for them off the pitch. And also starting to build foundations for themselves, their family um, and their future. Um, and it's I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's really, really inspiring to see other people on that journey and see how they're doing it, how they built it and how they're, uh, how they're moving forward. And um, I always love to see those stories and watch those journeys. And for me, me myself, like I said, I've procrastinated a little bit on do I, don't I do this thing? And I suppose really for me now, I'm looking at it and going, it's probably the best time for me in my personal life to make a start on, on something like this. But at the same time, it's a really good time for me in the fact that I feel like I've got a lot of value to give to other people, a lot of um, a lot of value to bring to lads within the industry, whether they're at the start of their career, whether they're mid-career, whether they're struggling with injuries or contractual situations, whether they're um, now in transition for their life after football, or maybe they've now been in business themselves and successful in business themselves, hopefully for a good few years themselves, is that I believe that Myself individually, through having to having gone on that journey, making the mistakes and so on and so forth, I've learned some lessons, some valuable lessons, and now I'm able to give some of those lessons back uh, to the industry. But at the same time, through connecting and learning from a lot of these other individuals as well too, I can share some of the lessons that I've learned through their lens, but at the same time, bring some of their stories 
onto the platform and have them share their journey, some of their challenges in their, um, their journey in life after football, whether they're uh, mental health challenges or whether they're just challenges in building their new path in business or work or education and, and so on and so forth as well too. So that's why I really feel like uh, it's a great time to make a start on this project. Who's it for? The predominantly, uh, the predominant area is for retired footballers um, or even athletes. Obviously, like I said, it's transferable. It doesn't have, only have to be a football thing. It's going to be um, based all around football. Current footballers, of course, I am a huge advocate to think about life after football at the earliest uh, uh, stage, whether that's at 18 years old, whether there's at uh, 21 years old, whether that's at 29 years old, I really don't believe there's a bad time to start to think about what are you going to be doing next? I have a saying that I always talk to a lot of people is that at school, a lot of people would ask me, what am I going to do after school? And I would say, I'm, I'm going to become a professional footballer. Some people would laugh, of course, but at the same time, some people would get behind you and support it as well. But nobody ever said to me, okay, that's great, but then what are you going to do? And I suppose really this platform's all about, but then what are you going to do? Because of, like I said, only a very small percentage of people make it uh, to build a career in uh, full-time sports and full-time football. And a much, much, much smaller percentage of those actually make enough money and a smaller percentage of those are smart enough with that money to not have to worry about life after football from a, a financial perspective. But like I said, some of them as well too also have some other challenges that they're going to have to factor in in the future, things like significance and fulfillment and finding their passion um, and all of that stuff as well. Um, other, other footballers in, in, um, in business or on their journey now, like I said, I'm a big believer um, of um, having a strong network around you. I love to connect with other, um, other individuals in particular from the sports industry that have taken them foundational uh, skills, the work ethic, the grit, the determination, um, and added some new skills on top of them, layered them in, layered them in and then started to build a successful path for themselves on life after football. Um, I'm a big believer that if you can learn, um, if you can speak to those individuals, you'll be able to extract some of their knowledge. And hopefully the person that you're speaking to can give them back a little bit of knowledge as well too. So hopefully, um, and uh, I look forward to welcoming uh, more of those into the platform. And for everybody that's following and everybody that's listening, I look forward to bringing more of those individuals to the floor because it really isn't about me, guys. It's about um, the whole industry itself. It's about showcasing the success and really um, making a highlight for or, or making a making stars of those that have gone on their successful path for life after journey. Because if we all see and hear all the accolades of um, everybody for their life in football but listen you don't see too much press um, publications being put out there for to say this person was great on the pitch they achieved x y and z but here's what they're doing now it doesn't really exist so this platform I really want to recognize I want to showcase and I really want to make those the stars to everybody back uh, within the uh, within the industry right now parents um, parents is key you know um, like I said, I was always really, really fortunate enough to have been um, around a good environment. Um, my parents were, were a big part of everything that I 
um, I did on the pitch, the decisions that I've made and also coming away from the pitch, they've always been really, really supportive, um, always known how to push me, um, how to back off at times when I've needed it, uh, needed to. They've always been um, people that's always been able to get the best from me without um, me feeling pressurised um, in the situation um, and, and then being a burden. Because what we know is that obviously a lot of parents can put their own expectations um, on their cheer children with the greatest intentions, but at the same time end up squashing um, a little bit of their, their, their children's vision, vision as well too. Um, obviously, parents' goal really is to um, empower um, children, help them see a vision, but at the same time, help them understand um, there's a pathway, there's a process to making a success from something they're very passionate about. And of course, last but not least, um, by any accounts, fans. Fans, um, you, you're welcome onto the platform. In actual fact, I'd encourage you to lean in a little bit, understand um, a little bit more from the footballer's perspective in life after uh, after football, some of the challenges on and off the pitch, uh, some of the human um, aspect to some of the players that you might be uh, familiar with along the way, and also to reconnect with some of their journeys and what they're up to now. I really want um, the whole industry to um, follow, you know, follow not just the footballer, on their journey, but also what they're doing after. And I want them to support them, not just for the badge they're going to wear on the pitch, which is fantastic, but at the same time, I want them to champion those people did great for the industry. Um, I wish them well, and uh, I want to support them and see them successful after as well too. So in finishing, in concluding this um, this first show, what next? Um, you, can, you can follow me um, on, on most platforms. I'll get a little bit more um, busy um, to tell the truth on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. So just um, search in there, uh, Gary Richards, Gary Richards 86 on most of those platforms, double R in the, in the Gary, by the way, um, obviously subscribe to the uh, podcast if you, if you can. It really, really uh, does mean a lot when I can see subscriptions coming in, obviously it's going to um, fill my bucket a little bit and um, get me a little bit more excited and a little bit more inspired to share with a little bit more passion work a little bit harder to bring a little bit more value to the uh, the platform. And I'm also going to open up a um, an individual Telegram channel. Um, it's going to be a live after football um, Telegram channel. It's in this channel that I'll give a little bit more. Okay, so these might be little daily messages that I'll hop onto. I'll keep it obviously nice and clear. I'm not going to be on there 10 times a day. It might be once or twice a week. I might just share some thoughts on a situation that's happened in the industry. It might be on something that's um, that's business related that I believe um, others within the industry could uh, benefit from, um, or it may be uh, from a psychological point of view um, in me just sharing some thoughts and opinion that can help um, the guys on the pitch in life after football and also maybe even inspire some other people as well too. And like I said, in finishing, I just want to emphasise that this project is not going to be about me. I don't want it to be just about me. I've got some incredible people that I'm now in contact with and I'm really, really excited to bring them onto the platform for them to share their journey, um, to showcase them, to learn from them, to for them to be transparent and integral with everybody who's going to tune in and listen. Okay, I don't want them to just share a message of, 
everything's great. Or I was here, now everything's great here. I want um, these individuals that are, are now classed as good friends that I'm in contact with on a regular basis. I'm following their journey. Uh, they've worked, they're working hard. They're at to go with, uh, through some of those challenges that we listed um, in this show, but they're, they're on the journey. And many of these now are well into their journey as well too. They might still have a professional football career. They may have had to um, had some extreme circumstances where they came away um, or they may have just naturally came to the back end of their career and now they're doing other things. Those other things could be they've got a coaching academy. They've got a um, business or chain of restaurants. They may have a, a financial assets company. They may, they may have a... Uh, various other, other things. But like I said, a lot of their messages are going to be inspiring and transferable and to bring value uh, to everybody that we listed in this show. So guys, that's me. Um, I'm excited. I'm passionate about hopefully this came through in this show. And um, yeah, for me, it just feels like it's been a long time coming, uh, but I can't wait to get the show on the road uh, and really bring as much value um, and awareness um, I suppose, to, to the industry um, and talk more um, with transparency, uh, with being open, uh, with being honest um, around my personal journey in life after football, but more importantly, bring more value for other people um, in, uh, in talking about all of that stuff with life after, uh, life after football. So guys, um, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. Like I said, if you could um, pop a little subscribe on the podcast, it would really mean uh, such a lot to us. Thank you very much. Catch you soon.